0: It's the Garage Guys NASCAR podcast post-qualifying embedding update for Watkins Glen. Go bowling at the Glen. Uh, the couple of Xfinity cars went bowling earlier in the day. I don't know how much we're going to talk about that, but uh, it's me. It's Dale Tanhart as always. Before we do get started, uh, I want to give some announcements to you guys. So Remember this. Sunday, August the 20th, a.k.a. today, if you're listening to this on the day that this dropped, we will be, Dale and I both, will be on Sirius XM NASCAR radio at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you tune in. If you have XM radio, you can hear me and Dale talking about the race, betting, DFS, whatever. We'll be there. Just be there. Support. Just show up. All right? Announcement number two, the NASCAR DFS Twitter space on my Twitter, at GarageGuyChase. We'll be live at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you're on Twitter, you follow me there. You want to learn a little bit about Daily Fantasy Sports for NASCAR, some drivers I'm liking for your lineups, that's where you need to be, 12 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitter and 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time on XM to hear me and Dale. That's the announcements. Hey, Dale, how was your day?
1: Good day. I'm, in, uh, I'm actually at the parents' house here. Um, got my Coors Light Sterling Marlin jacket. It's beautiful, amazing. Didn't have to pay anything for it. It's sick. It's uh black with a silver mountains. I I, I haven't expected it closely enough to know what year it's from. Probably around two thousand one ish, two thousand two ish. So, got that. That makes up for the sadness of Watkins Glen just being a complete bitch to me when it comes to the bets. Um. I did. I I hit a Sheldon Creed top five. I had him outright tragedy with oil on the track. Everybody's spinning out. Mm. That was tough. But I love Sam Mayer for wrecking the fuck out of Ty Gibbs. We appreciate that very much uh, in this community and on this program. But Watkins Glen has been tough to me, including this week. You know, I already hammered Martin Truex. And he was the only Joe Gibbs racing machine and driver that sucked in practice and qualifying. Denny's on the pole. Bell's on the top ten. Gibbs in the top five. What the hell, man? Like, I I don't understand. I mean, Reddit qualified eighth, Bubba twelfth. Like, those guys barely, or Bubba barely missed the top ten. What the fuck, man? Truex qualified 19th at a track that's been his playground. So now my closing, you know, the, the closing value, whatever you want to call it, is dog shit on Martin Truex, but now's the time to get him if you want him, but look, Watkins has been evil to me, going back to last year, and on this podcast, we're going to try to figure out how to, how to how to turn the tide in the right direction, so um, shout out to Sean O'Malley I was yeah. watching that fight in a big place building exploded it was lit, uh, I had to point that out because that was, a, that was a big fight and everybody was rooting for it seemed like at least, everybody was rooting for Sugar Sean O'Malley, so that was cool just got home from watching
0: that. Actually, yeah. I actually we got some we got some action in earlier today. My cousin Drew from Montana. He uh he, he I called him on the phone. And I and when you actually told me about tonight, we were trying to schedule everything. I was like, oh shit, there's a fight tonight. I don't really watch UFC much, but my uh my cousin in Montana, cousin Drew, he does, and uh, he gave me some winners tonight. We made a parlay with it, went five for five. It was nice. I just wish I would have tied in the Sugar Shane O'Malley uh win to that I took that one straight. Sean. Um yeah, took it straight and uh and so I, I it was a nice nice fight night for me. But shout out to cousin Drew, shout out to uh to Sugar, uh the little peep of the UFC world. Shout out to him. Um But the Martin Truex thing, dude, I I don't want to be too down on it, okay? Like, like miracles can still happen. I was looking at some of his lap averages. Granted, they're not as good as some of the other Toyota guys, but we're going to rely heavily on the veteran status of his driving ability here and the fact that he doesn't have uh, shit for brains changing tires anymore like he used to years in years past. So we're going to hold on for hope. I've got the crystal here at my, at my desk at the International Chase Station because I am still um, it, while, while the it wouldn't be as great of a win and and he may not uh, you can still take the shot but I think you and I both got him at like what plus 750 to win Is that right Did yeah, you, and I, uh, hammered,
1: I, I hammered the top three also, which sucks because now you can get you can get plus good plus money on the top five, which is something I would consider and then you know top Toyota is is hanging around four and a half to one five to one think that could be worth the play right i know denny's in the poll but you know we saw it at sonoma we saw it at chicago uh denny's not the, the the most technical or technically sound road course racer in the field he does have a watkins Glen win back in 2016 but it has not been his forte over the past two or three years ever since he got wrecked by chase briscoe at Indy in 21 i just feel like it's been all downhill on the rcs for denny hamlin but um more, I don't know who all listen to the Monday pod, Monday night pod, or Tuesday pod. We talked about William Byron. I'm on the border of betting on him at twenty three to one, and guess what? Now I think he's got the best car in the field, and now he's five and a half, six to another phenomenal shout out. And talking about Willie B, talking about betting on him and not fucking doing it. Hopefully you did. Uh, hopefully you did. Hopefully you took some of the advice uh, and, and that early intuition that. I, I gave you so. Um, I think Willie B's the guy to beat today, man. I really, I really do. The averages are there. Uh, just qualifying in general, he was putting down some amazing laps until Denny did, and I don't think Denny is trust trustworthy enough on this on this type of track. So you won't catch me betting on Denny Hamlin. I'll go ahead and tell you that. I think William Byron, not just out of the Hendrick fleet, out of the Chevy fleet. I think Willie B's the guy to beat tomorrow, and we got to figure out how to cap uh how to cap this whole deal. So I'll leave it to you now because I don't I, I mean I say I think Willie B's a guy to beat. I haven't even decided if I'm fucking betting on him. I'm still I'm still not there. Like I'm still not there, there with, with with Benjamin Bill because just missed out on a lot of value. So trying to understand, trying to figure out how to uh break A, the stupidity of myself and B the cursedness, the the bad this part of all this too. I don't even know what else to call it.
0: We're going to beat it tomorrow. Look, we've already beat the Richmond. I had a Richmond curse. I still have a Richmond curse because y'all hit the outright of Chris Buescher at Richmond. I have a Richmond curse for sure. But oh, that's true. I kind of had a Richmond curse too. And see, God I broke least. it. Yeah. I broke it for you and I just like wasn't really paying attention to like the Chris Buescher thing the way I should have. But I broke it because I gave us the power of the mantras. So tomorrow... We're going to figure out what bets that we're together on because I'm on a winning streak now for the rest of the season. I've already made up my mind. Like, I'm not losing anymore. So, we're going to have to figure this out and, uh, and find ways to be aligned so that we can keep winning and because uh, that's the way it's going to be here because that's the garage guy's way. Uh, I was going to say, William Byron, if you did want to bet on him, I think that Bet Rivers has the best line on him right now at 6-1. to one. Most other books are around 575, 550. Um, I personally... I'm going to go back to what we talk about. We're going to talk about you know that veteran road course status, you know, and and I think it, we're we're getting to that point where Willie B's been here for a little while now, but there's some other drivers that definitely have uh, you know some age on him. They definitely dress the same way he does on the weekends, the golf dad status. Uh, but I will say that with that, Rudy Fugle and the boys are good on pit road. They they could produce good stops, so. Uh, if you're one of those guys that like to bet the top of the board, then go for it. Uh, RIP to everyone that bet Chase Elliott plus 350. also, by the way, I put a tweet out earlier, uh, with a link to soup kitchens and shelters, uh, for anyone that needed that, uh, his odds, he's still the favorite somehow. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Hendrick usually comes to play here, but starting off, like I had Kyle Larson earlier in the week, my child drew a picture at school. Uh, that's why I bet on it, and uh, so far it's looking great. Uh, he's like seven to one right now on most books. I wanted to say I saw him. Yeah, seven to one is about as high as I've seen him at. Um, everywhere else he's around six to one or lower. So Bet Rivers Barstool, uh, they're doing a good job of getting Larson's odds a little bit higher. I got him at uh, plus six fifty early in the week, uh, or actually yesterday. I got him at plus six fifty. So I'm feeling confident about the Kyle Larson play. If I'm going to go for a guy with Hendrick this week, I want Kyle Larson 100%. And I talked about the other bets that I had on Dale Center, but I will say one bet that I am adding now, uh, and, and I want to get your take on this too. I don't think it's a no-brainer. I, I think it's kind of a no-brainer, but also not really. It's just I don't bet on this guy often. This will be the first time I've bet on this guy to win a race this year, just like last week where it was the first time I ever bet on Michael McDowell. He won at Indy Road. Well, now after looking at lap averages, I've decided that I'm betting on A.J. Allmendinger for the first time in the history of my life in the NASCAR Cup Series. Uh, 10-1 to on Barstool. I'm rolling with it. I like what I'm seeing out of this. We're going to hope and pray he has good pit stops but I think that AJ can put up a fight and I do like where we are going to be seeing him start, which is going to be P six in this race. So with that, the lap averages and just his veteran road course ringer dinger status, I'm all in on it. And that he is my final outright for the weekend. How do you feel about uh, the dinger?
1: Yeah, I don't know. This is a great track for him. Um, but you know, I'm looking at Rotodocs Flags data, which was very helpful. Um, it was particularly at Richmond where I felt kind of stumped, and finally just said, "I'm going to simplify this." Chris Buescher is fucking fast. Um, um, Rotodocs Flags data is not very high on Mister AJ when it comes to the long run. No. And my, I did watch practice. I did watch qualifying. My interpretation, just from watching the broadcast. Looking at the NASCAR app right after, is that Hendrick Motorsports has brought the fucking heat this weekend to the Cup Series, um, and in particular with Byron Larson and, and according to this flags data Chase Elliott, not bad on the line. looks like he's still, you know obviously didn't, didn't make the top ten in qualifying. Everybody's making a big deal out of that. He, he looks like he's got potentially. You know, up there in the top 10, maybe a top eight, potentially top five long run race cars. So um, that's noteworthy. I don't think I'm going to go with AJ. He is starting up front. That's one of his kryptonites, right? It's qualifying. And it's a good start to the weekend that uh, to see that 16 car qualify up into the top 10, which has been, as I said, kryptonite. It's been a problem with AJ at tracks where we expect him to be good at. So to see him qualify up there in P6, that is a good start. And 10 to 1. I just don't think like we talked about the pit crew issues with colleague. I'm worried about the pit crew and I'm worried about the long run speed. And I mean, dude, they've just had gremlins, man. They've had gremlins all year. Uh, I know AJ won at Coda ever since that went at Coda and the Xfinity series, number 10 car with colleague racing. It's been gremlin city all fucking year with, with colleague in general. So, um, I don't think I'm going to have AJ in my car just because digging deeper into the data, I think the Hendrick guys, especially the Hendrick guys, have him beat on the long run. And I I expect this, Watkins Glen has always been, or not always, but in the past decade, has kind of been the chaotic road course race between this and Sonoma. And even with these other ones now that we've added, like Watkins Glen has been Watkins Glen, always... Bringing some sort of drama over the past half decade, um, and well, we can say the last decade because the Ambrose Keslowski finish was eleven years ago. Kill me, God, that's insane. Time flies, but all in all, uh, I think I'm going to be on Kyle Larson with you. You talked about him. I, you can get him at seven to one over on Bet Rivers or Barstool Sportsbook. Larson's been amazing here. Like it's easy to forget that he. He did win the Xfinity Series race last year, and he's won two Cup Series races in a row here. And he's been real quiet recently. He's been real quiet. He's won at some racetracks this year we hadn't expected, and I feel like after all this, we're still people are just not expecting Larson to win this race. And his Watkins Glen resume has been something special uh, over the past few years. So I like Larson at seven to one. I think that's a good start. And I'm going to dig into Barcel Sportsbook here on. Race props and check out manufacturer bets. Uh, In the same boat, I feel like if I took Byron at plus 340 and Larson at plus 420, a unit on both for top Chevy, I'm feeling pretty fucking good about that. If one of those cashes and you bet both of them, you're going to profit. I really, we've still got Chase Elliott plus 340. AJ's up there at plus 420. Give me Byron and Larson top Chevy that that makes me feel like i can kind of sit back and relax a little bit honestly and last thing here on these hendrick guys uh william byron's even money for a top five if you think he's got the car to beat uh remember he's got the best he's had one of the best pit crews all year if not the best pit crew so the guy's gonna get it done on pit road car's good drivers have been good here before so I like Willie B, even money for a top five over on Barstool Sportsbook. I'm gonna scan around while I get to you on your next next thing you like and see if there's anything better than that. But that caught my eye before we started recording tonight.
0: Yeah. I well while you were while you were talking about it, I don't think that those are bad bets whatsoever. And I was just looking at Caesar's top uh manufacturer bets. I went to look at Rotodox flag data because I remember scrolling through uh, Elon's app earlier in the day and I saw where he was talking about like Kyle Bush. He was talking about Kyle Bush being one of those guys that looked like they were fastest. And it looks like according to this data, the his long
1: run speed's good.
0: Yeah, and the big dogs to look out for are gonna be Byron, Larson, McDowell, and Bush, according to Rotodox flags data so those are the four guys that are in the dark green uh maybe some good intel for you here so we're we're preaching but make
1: right sure up. you're looking at that but you need to look at that far right column that says
0: lr flags that's, that's longer what i'm reading out of right here so those are those four drivers have the dark green and that's byron larson mcdowell and bush uh, so just a, little, just a little sampler. If you want to look at that, you can see it for yourself. And when you scroll down on there and you go look at Daniel Suarez, he's kind of running right around where that Almondinger is, so he might find a way up in that top 10 pretty quickly. Uh, I did bet Suarez earlier in the week as well. But, yes, getting back to the betting, um, obviously I'm a big top 10 guy. I've been a big top 10 guy this year. Um, I already had some top 10s. If you watch Dale Center um, on Friday when it dropped, you saw that I took Brad K top 10, big mistake. Um, so I did that, but hey, we're going to keep swinging. also took Ricky Stenhouse. Uh, that was like a last minute ad on Dale Center. He actually uh, dropped in the odds. So we're, we're doing something right, guys. Maybe him in the waffle car, Mike Kelly and the boys can find a way to make him soar. I was talking to some people about it on playback. It actually was looking good. But the new top 10s, I have... I have placed two more top tens, and these are the last top tens I'm placing um, unless I change my mind right before the race tomorrow, which I highly doubt. I don't think we're going to have a lot of time with everything we have going on. But I took Austin Dillon 9-1 to for top ten uh, on Caesars as just like a courtesy play because I've been betting on Austin Dillon top ten road courses all year long, and I, I got to keep doing it. So that's why I'm doing that. And then another one that I took, I've never bet uh, on this guy, but it's a very long shot if you want to ride with me. And this was just me looking over some of the data. Again, there wasn't nothing super special that pointed out to me, but he did have a, it looked like a decent, a decent run. It looked like he had some decent speed. And I think, I don't really think it's speed in that car. I think it's more of just like his years of service. Uh, but his five lap average was was good enough for me to want to just throw a little small amount of money on it. Mike Rockefeller and the 42 uh, Polaris side by side for Legacy Motor Club. Uh, I'm I'm doing that 16 to one. So Austin Dillon, Mike Rockefeller, top tens on Caesars. Those are my long shot city top ten bets. Those are the last two that I'm gonna log. And um and I'll if you've found something else that you've like, I'll turn it over to you before I give out uh the these last few bets that I like on the matchups.
1: Yeah, you know another thing too that I feel I would feel decent about. I feel pretty good about putting this together. So Caesar Sportsbook has Martin Truex top Toyota plus five fifty. Like we said, I know we've lost value from what we talked about on Monday. What I've already hammered, I know. That sucks. But if you still have faith in Truex based off the resume, um, I I do like Truex top Toyota plus 550. He's easily the best Watkins Glen driver out of anybody in the Toyota fleet and easily the best road course racer out of anybody in the Toyota fleet. So we're getting a little bit of value there. You're just going to need a little bit of help. We're going to need some pitch strategy. We're going to need some cautions that help him get some track position because with this aero package – it's just, it's just going to be too hard to carve your way up through the field without, without some strategy coming into play. Um, gotta talk about Denny Hamlin. I just don't trust it. He's like plus one seventy, plus one eighty for Top Toyota. I think that opens up the door for some opportunity with some other guys. So I'm going to put two guys together here. Truex plus five fifty over on Caesars, and then you head over to Barstool Sportsbook and you grab Christopher Bell, Top Toyota. That is sitting right now at i actually closed my app out i'm doing all this on my phone so one second you can grab bell top toyota plus 440. so similar to how i feel about elliot or not elliot byron and larson maybe a unit a piece half unit a piece on both those guys for top chevy same process for me works here with bell and truex and now christopher bell i think is a sneaky one here i also like bell outright at 18 to one he's got track position He's got two consecutive top 10s at Watkins Glen. Sneaky fast in these road courses. Honestly, was probably the guy to beat at the Chicago road course before everything went crazy with the race getting shortened and strategy changing and SVG, blah, 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 blah. Um, But he's got track position. He's starting up there in the top 10. He's run top 10 here a couple years in a row. He won the Roval steadily getting better and better. He won the Daytona course in 2021. So this is a guy that's Very quietly, a two-time winner on left and right turn racetracks. So starting out there in the top 10, um, been real quiet as of recent, but he's had speed. So I like the idea of taking both of those guys for top Toyota. Same kind of process, half unit or unit on each. And you can maybe sit back and relax and feel pretty good about your possibilities there. Just need Denny Hamlin to have your typical Denny Hamlin mistake. And you ought to be feeling pretty good uh, about those couple bets. Um, and then Christopher Bell is 18 to 1 outright on DraftKings. I think that's a sneaky play, guys. I think that is a sneaky, sneaky play this weekend. Watch out for C. Bell. I think if there's anybody that spoils the party for the Hendrick boys, for the McDowells, the Suarez, your typical road course guys that have been really fast as of recent, it might be our guy, C. Bell, sneaking up. So I like that. I feel like. Um, There's a chance I bet that Austin Dillon bet with you. um,
0: You got it. Energy.
1: You know, Kyle Busch has speed this weekend. I just kind of feel like he's got – he's kind of got those gremlins, man. He's kind of got those road course gremlins uh, after Indy last week. Um, But looking at Austin Dillon on the flip side, Austin Dillon qualified 16th, and he's being shown in the same category for top 10 as Al Marola, who's back in like 28, Custer, who's back there deeper in the field um plus 850 plus 900 and he's literally priced at the same level as guys starting like 25th or worse i know and with no stages having that track position closer and closer to the top 10 i think is pretty fucking important so i actually don't hate that bet i'm going to consider it and i'll give one more here um everything else man i'm going to be looking for stages on Caesars when they upload in the morning, and I'll probably give something out there when we go live on SiriusXM at one thirty PM Eastern Time. And you can see all most of the stuff on the Action Network or on Twitter. If it's a stage bet, it'll be on Twitter or in the Discord on my profile. But I like Joey Logano, top four, eight to one over on Barstool Sportsbook as well. I am interested. Um, let me check Caesars. Caesars has seven plus seven fifty. I don't know if Bet Rivers has manufacturer odds. I'm going to check real quick. Uh, I, I race say. props, they do not. Okay, 8-1 to one for Logano top forward. I kind of like that. Remember, P3 here last year. P3 at Sonoma earlier this year. We talked about him on Monday being a potential guy that had good value, right? Opening up the week. Someone who is a good, a good race car driver on classic road courses, right? He kind of sucks at the newer ones, right? There's a lot of these veteran drivers that fucking suck at the new road courses, but are good at the classic ones. Martin Truex is a good example. Kevin Harvick's a guy that's phenomenal at Sonoma and sucks everywhere else, right? Like, that is a thing for veteran courses. Lugano's one year before, and he's had a lot of finishes here, as I said, this race last year, and he qualified 11. He's got track position, and if you want to look at the stance of top Ford, he's the second... Highest sport in the field starting out tomorrow. I know Chris Busher. We want to talk about Busher. He's good at the road courses. He ran top 10 here last year. Has had a lot of good spirited runs on these road courses. But Logano's starting 11th. And the only guy in his way to begin the race is Michael McDowell. And, you know, I think Mike Mack is going to have some speed. But I like the savviness of Joey Logano. I think we're looking at Mike Mack uh, on – barstool he's minus 115 top Ford. holy shit dude caesars he's minus 175 top Ford. this is very similar to how the books are treating denny hamlin because he qualified well right he's like plus 180 top toyota that gives us an opportunity with some lower guys and to have joey price at eight to one and he's right on the cusp of starting in the top 10 and he has a good resume here i like joey logano i think that's worth a bet too for a manufacturer bet on the ford side of things
0: I'll, I don't know if I'm 100% with you on Logano just yet. Like, I know earlier in the year we talked about it. You can't go wrong with the veteran status of thing. Do, do I trust Joey Logano, the man, on Watkins Glen? Yes. Do I trust the number 22 Ford car for Team Penske? Uh, not so much. But maybe like a plus 160 for a top 10 on Caesars. You know, maybe something like that if you want to play it conservatively. I could, I could maybe get behind that for him to be plus 160 right there at P11. I don't mind it so much. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's just power of placement. Like you're talking about with McDowell and stuff, man, it's just like those books give power of placement odds way too easy. And you gotta be, you, you gotta know enough to not get trick You know, you can't forget that Michael McDowell has his fair share of problems on pit road. We really got lucky last week, guys. Like we got very lucky. If you rode the Michael McDowell train and we cash that bet, you you have to understand that that was a very skin of our teeth thing that happens here you know that what happened to daniel suarez is usually what goes down for mike mac and that's kind of the way i'm leaning this week i feel like a lot of people are going to be very heavy on michael mcdowell a lot of betters are going to say oh yeah he's he's back. they just got to win they got a little bit of money pumped in things are going to be good i'm just saying I if I'm betting on Michael McDowell by himself in the cars never have any issues, we're playing a video game and you got cautions off and everything else off. Yeah, of course, go for it. But that's not the real world. So that's why I'm a little concerned. And I'll go into this since you've kind of given out those picks. And yes, the stage bets, I'm probably going to have to cook one up for tomorrow, too, because I have not been doing stage bets. I want to ride that wave with you. Um, but I have a matchup to give out. And this is my final bet uh our bets you can do them straight or parlay I don't care and I'll briefly kind of t- discuss why I like them you know I'm not giving up on Truex that was our first bet of the week you and I both though we we can't we have to we have to hold on for hope I'm going with Truex over redick plus 135 on Caesars I've been getting a little more into these matchup bets and I think that I'm going to take that veteran road course status to be better than Someone that's been pit road prone. Now it's not going to be forever because, like I said, everybody saw. True uh, Redick is going to be getting some better guys in the in the pits for him when we get into the playoffs. Things are going to change. We're going to see some turnaround when that time comes. That time is not here yet. So I'm going with Truex over Redick tomorrow. I'm taking Suarez over McDowell plus 165 on Caesar Sportsbook. Why are you doing that, Chase? Well, just like I said, I feel like tomorrow. I have this feeling I can't shake it. Could be right. Could be wrong. I feel like McDowell's going to run into some, uh, some unwanted issues. And I think that we didn't see a whole lot out of track house out there. I know that we were all hoping that they would be, you know, way closer to the top of the board, but like you said, it's a little bit more caution prone here at Watkins Glen. I feel like this is going to be one of those races where we could see Suarez sneak up into that top 10 area and start just kind of whacking them down to be able to to find that out and all it's going to take is one backstop from mcdowell and he's got a fight we don't know when that could be but i do like suarez still still having for an outright he starts p14 tomorrow i'm taking larson over elliott at plus money i feel like that's kind of a no-brainer right now we all know the hendrick cars are good if chase gets in an area where he can challenge larson we've all seen kind of how larson plays around I would feel more comfortable with Hendrick and Larson maybe helping Chase at a place like Daytona as opposed to here at Watkins Glen. You got to remember all these guys are out here for themselves on the last lap at the end of the day. So I like that one. And then I am taking Almendinger over Ty Gibbs. That one, you can get it, I believe. It is at minus 155 on Caesars, and that is probably the riskiest one that I'm taking. Oh, God, I hate that. Minus 155? Oh, I had he got, to, I throw he one. Got out qualified. I had to throw one. I had to throw one bet in there that was on the negative side, and he is starting P six versus Ty Gibbs starting P four. So I feel like maybe because Ty is a little bit younger, he does have a fast car, it looks great and all, but I just feel like that status of that veteran road course racer could come out and who knows. Who knows what could shake out? But if you put all four yeah, modes, Caesars. If you have yeah. like a lot of matchups, huh? it is i like them and if you put all four of those into a parlay those odds shake out to be plus 2103 on caesar so you can parlay it you can take them straight whatever you want those are the matchups and i hope that you do play them and i hope that you do enjoy them
1: you know what's crazy seeing raw several things actually
0: uh, well the xfinity race and i would briefly mention that
1: that was fucking crazy um Second thing that's crazy, Ross Chastain is a hundred to one. I don't know when I would have thought we would see him at a hundred to one at any point this year. That's that's crazy to me. Um,
0: what are his top tens? Let's go look. I want to see. I don't know. Let me. Yeah, I look at Caesars. Um, plus three fifty. Yeah. For top ten, a hundred to one. Then to a plus three fifty for a top ten. Something. Something sneaky's going on. I kinda like that plus three fifty. Yes, it's but it,
1: he ran he literally ran twentieth the entire Xfinity race and after all the chaos and that uh he was in a Mario Goslin car, he finished fucking fourth. Crazy.
0: 10? He got that that money, dude. He got that money now. Like that's the way I look at this. Like I know it's fucked up to say maybe, but like I just feel like Chastain's got that big Bush sponsorship coming next year, man. He's just kind of sitting back, fucking they told him, Hey man, you gotta chill out after his scrabble with Noah earlier in the year. He's just been sitting back coasting, just just waiting for that big pay. Dude, I have
1: a I got a feeling they're gonna go chad can Jimmy Johnson in the playoffs. Like this is what not not this bad, I guess, but Back in the day when Jimmy Johnson and Chad would win all those championships, they'd fire off hot, get a few wins, run top five, run top ten, lock themselves into the chase. They'd be pretty mediocre through the summer stretch. And then when the when the chase would start, they'd fucking win five of the last ten races of the year. Every single year. I got a feeling about a raw chest type of deal happening when we get to the playoffs like that. Like a slowly coast Then No one's talking about them. Bum ass performances, bad race cars. Everybody's talking about, and then we get to the playoffs, and he just lights it up. I have that feeling, but it's weird to see him at a hundred to one. Um, Caesars has done this update, and they've somehow the app has gotten worse. But really, I think it's I, I love. Winter. I love it. I, it's uh, I just have problems with this with this app. But what I was going to say was, if you look at the matchups, they got Martin Truex Jr. listed as M Jr. M. Dot Junior, I fucking love that. I feel like maybe my mojo, the Martin Truex Jr. mojo, might be back today just because of that. M. Junior, um, that's it. I love that shit. <laughs> but looking at these matchups, it's yeah. I mean, there's some stuff on here. I, 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 the other crazy thing I was gonna say, I saw on Instagram who was it? NBC Sports. Let's see. NASCAR and NBC posted. Um, a a thing that says 34.4% of all the money is on Chase Elliott to win at the Glen that is insane that is absolutely in fucking insane that's too much and why I mean that is so much also motion that's why what sports book is this
0: it's a motion
1: NBC sports bet yeah does anyone use that is that a thing
0: points bet basically is it points bet it's basic. I don't know. I'm
1: just I'm just reading the, the Instagram post. 34.4% of the money is on Chase Elliott to win. Maybe I'm reading that wrong. I that's how I'm reading it. I don't see That's crazy. I just I was thinking after qualifying with the severe lack of track position, we would see Elliott at 7 to 1 or 8 to 1.
0: Yes. And he's still the favorite. That's crazy, man. It's emotion. That's crazy. That's that's how it works, dude. That you got all these people, all the casuals, all the people that don't really watch NASCAR are probably betting on him to win tomorrow because of all the headlines that he is right that he has to win to get in the playoffs. You put a guy with that kind of a name worldwide, like somebody might not even watch NASCAR. You say Chase Elliott, they know it's NASCAR. So well, look, and I'm not have the situation. I want to say that's where it's at.
1: I don't want to say he can't win because I definitely think he can. He's in a Hendrick car. The Hendrick cars are good. Well, of course. Um, But the lack of track position hurts, and it really makes you not want to bet five to one for a guy that – and if you look at at a lot of this deeper data and and averages and uh, the flags data that Rotodoc has, like, I mean, Byron and Larson, long run, look a lot better.
0: And there's several
1: other cars in between that look a lot better. So I'm concerned. I'm concerned that the car is, you know, kind of ill compared to his teammates.
0: We're gonna blame it on the NFL degenerates that have woken up their sportsbook apps for preseason. That's what we're gonna blame this on.
1: They, oh yeah, the they're point.
0: scratching, they're itching, they're they're looking everywhere, and they just see that, and they're like, "He's the top of the board." I know Chase Elliott. I've seen him before. I don't watch racing, but we're betting on him. That's probably what's happening here because I'm weary. I'm not doing it. If he wins, I'm happy as hell. Free wings at Hooters. If he gets a top 10, I'm happy as hell. That's free fried pickles at Hooters, dude. Use promo code GarageGuys with that, bro. You're saving money. Dude, you can't get any better. So I'm happy. And plus, I just like to see Bill's boy win. But I am at the point, and I don't know if you've seen this or not yet, but uh, our buddy Mark, Skybox NASCAR, him and I have both uh, agreed on Twitter today. We had a, a chest hair off while he was at the UFC fight. If you go look on Twitter, you'll find that tweet. Um, we are shaving nines into our chest. If he does not win tomorrow, if he doesn't win today at Watkins Glen, um, then we're going to shave nines in our chest and we're going to bet on Chase Elliott to win at Daytona. I am more convinced that Chase Elliott will win at Daytona than I am him winning at Watkins Glen. More. convinced.
1: Yeah, I'll bet. on. I'll I'll bet on him at Daytona. He's been good in some, he's been good in some of these, uh, in some of these super speedway races. One day last year, He's
0: so due for a super speedway win.
1: Yeah, I mean he, he's got two Daga wins. He just has not won at Daytona yet. So exactly. uh he I think he's won a I think he's won a duel before. You can count that as something. But yeah, yeah no, I mean I, I, I don't think I can he's just obviously the hottest topic this week. I don't think I can you know, I didn't want to bet it at plus three fifty. After qualifying, I was like, cool. He's gonna be eight to one, and then I can at least think about it. Nope. Fucking five to one, dude. It's crazy. Bet River's he's six to one. That's the best you'll get. But
0: yeah.
1: fuck, I I don't think I can do it. I think um, William Byron's got a rocket. I think Larson is up there too on the long run. I like C Bell, um, and a couple of these you know manufacturer prop bets. And then I gotta, you know, I'll, I'll get all that in tomorrow, and uh, we'll see what else we like. But that that's where I'm at, man. That's where I'm at. I, I'm you know, look, I, as confident as I am usually. Watkins Glenn has been my bitch, dude. It has. I can't deny it. I can't deny it. I gotta get off, you know, I gotta get off the loser spell here at this track. Yeah. So take take that how you want.
0: Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow's the day, dude. I'm off my I'm off my loser. If you bet on Kyle Larson, that's that's where the power is gonna go. Because that's the big power bet for me now, is Kyle Larson to win tomorrow. A three peat for him, guys. Come on, a three-peat. If there's anybody that can do a three-peat. At a racetrack consecutively in the years that they've raced there, it's Kyle Larson. I believe in him.
1: I think Tony Stewart did a re- did a three-peat here.
0: Mm-hmm. Did he? Another dirt guy. Tony Stewart's a man. Did you see that picture? There's a picture I put on Instagram where like somebody was holding Tony Stewart back and had his chest, his shirt pulled up. I don't know where that photo's from. If anybody can tell me where that picture of Tony Stewart came from, um i'll figure out what i'll give to you but i just want to know what the fuck was happening uh in that room where that picture was taken i gotta check that out tony's done some funny shit man Yeah, i love tony tony's my guy i had to look it up but tony did not do a
1: three-feet here he but holy fuck he was good at the glenn from 2002 to 2009 he won one two five Of the seven races, or eight races. I think that's the math there. That's crazy. He was good here, man. But, yeah, Lars, look, can't forget. um, Last six winners here have either been Hendrick or Gibbs. Mm. So, that's historically, since the 2000s, it's kind of been the playground. Other than the road ringers, if it's not a road ringer that wins this race, there's a good chance it's going to be a Hendrick guy or a Joe Gibbs racing guy. So,
0: Amen. No. There's not many road, road ringers. I think there's only like two two guys really. Rockefeller, Andy yeah. Lally. Oh, Lally's yeah. in there too.
1: I guess AJ like is a ringer, but like he's full time now.
0: So can yeah. you even consider him a ringer? Nah, he's he's in there because if he wins, he's, he's in just there now. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll see how it shakes out. But yeah, all those bets are out there. Uh, you can find our bets on the Action Network app. Uh, links in the Linktree. If you go to Linktree.com/garageguys, you can find Dale's bets and my bets, and a whole bunch of other great links to take you uh, into the world of Garage Guys. You can buy merch on Daily Downforce. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram and everywhere else. So all that's there. Linktree.com/garageguys. You can find all the goods. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Tomorrow's going to be fun. I will talk to you again when we are on XM radio. And then, uh, if you want to swing by the DFS space, I don't know if you, you probably haven't made lineups in a while. Have you? No, no. I'll, I'll make some tomorrow just cause you said that. Yeah, I'll it's make a, good a note make we've sense. been doing good we've I, I haven't been playing I've been divorced from draftkings I'm currently in an email battle with them right now trying to get everything reinstated because you know they they're they they're wanting to take me back offering the top 10 odds so I'm like you know what I'm, i guess you know i'll play I'll play nice but uh we're, I
1: decided to uh if anybody no one gives a fuck, but I decided to retire from uh Bavada good I, yeah after the um you know yeah, yeah, right, you quit you yeah out. look I no 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 retired retired but Bavada is 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 gone for me after the SRX dilemma where uh, Briscoe and Dylan crashed out in the heats and then they didn't start the race so most sports books would honor that since they didn't start the race you would get you know you'd get your you'd get your bet back um, they they no they did not listen and you know what I'm sick of that shit get me out I'm done. Get out of my, get out of my sports book life.
0: So would you Make say you're divorced? you're divorced from Bovada?
1: No, retired, retired.
0: All right. Well, retired, that, that works too. All right. Well, that is, uh, that was some news there. Some personal news that was shared and, uh, Sounds like a personal problem. It is. was a little bit. Yeah, but that's okay. The divorce from DraftKings is personal too. Um, so that was our, that was our new segment, uh, personal news, uh, on the Garage Guys NASCAR podcast. And uh, with that, we're gonna close out now. Uh, so remember, if you forgot what time uh, XM in the NASCAR DFS space is, I could easily say it right now, but I'm not. Just restart the podcast, and you'll hear it. Hey, but
1: don't don't forget to tell them it is channel ninety, channel ninety. Boom. Serious XM NASCAR Radio channel
0: ninety. All right, there. I didn't know the channel number. You did that. See that worked out. See the two two is way better than one. I tell everybody all the time. So. That's uh that's been the show. I hope you have enjoyed it. Remember, check out our bets on the Action Network as well as in this podcast, and uh, you'll see everything there on Action Network, though. And we will see you guys in uh, Bagtown after tomorrow because we're gonna find a way to win. We got plenty of bets out there, plenty of things to win, plenty of ways to win in NASCAR. Tell your friends, subscribe to all of our stuff. Garage guys to the moon. Watkins Glenn. We're we're taking we're taking back Watkins Glenn tomorrow. We're taking it back. It's ours for the taking. Forever. Amen.